touching on my top 10 bets in the NBA today. So let's start off this video with what the data says that we should do. The first one is going to be CJ McCollum over four and a half rebounds. Now, I don't particularly agree with that, but I kind of want to just give that out to you guys because that is what the data is saying is the biggest edge. And then also Porzingis over 2.5 assists. Once again, I don't particularly agree with that, but data says that is where the biggest edge is, is with those two bets as it sits right now. Now I'm going to go ahead and get into my top 10 bets for today. So the first bet is actually going to be sticking with Porzingis. I actually like the over a decent amount for the points. And this is based off of two reasons. One, is that Bradley Beal is going to be out. With Bradley Beal out, his per 36 average has been 26.1 points, which is obviously pretty good. The issue with Porzingis is that lately he hasn't been able to get there. He's been close, 22, 22, and 22. It's just kind of uh, a regression thing. Like eventually he's going to get above that, have some positive regression come his way. So like Porzingis at uh, 23.5 is probably correct. But just given the fact that he hasn't been able to get there lately, I like that given the fact that with Bradley Beal off the court, he averages over that by a decent amount. And then also given the fact that this game is finally projected to stay close if we look at the wizards game logs like none of their games recently have stayed close they've all been blowouts and so this game is projected uh i believe the pelicans are projected to win by one point okay so projected to stay close i think that just means you know they're going to be locked in a little bit more um i'm just expecting porzingis to have a better game scoring wise that he hasn't had recently i mean sure he went for 30 against orlando uh but lately just not shooting the ball all too well you know especially from three ball land so expecting to have a much better game today and another reason why i like this is because i do think because this game is projected to stay close we could do a nice little stack here, a sneaky stack, maybe a three-player stack. So with that, if we are chasing the stack, I do think Kyle Kuzma over 22.5 points is also a good one. Now, we have seen him be very close to that, and he is someone actually with Bradley Beal at the court. His average per 36 is only 22.7, okay? So barely over that by 0.2. So obviously, we don't like that, but... Once again, this is a game that is projected to stay close. With that, I think it could be a game in which we are st stacking. And if we are stacking it, I like Kuzma over and I like Porzingis over. Now, if you guys are saying no, I, I don't think the Wizards are going to be able to keep it close. Well, you could bet the unders for both of them. And then you could bet the over for CJ McCollum. Obviously, for uh, McCollum, both Brandon Ingram and also Zion are out. With those two out, he has a huge usage rate. And so with that, if he has a decent night shooting, he should be able to get the over there as well. So you could kind of approach it two ways there. Um, you could bet all three over, or you could bet uh, Kuzma Porzingis under if you choose to go that route and then bet McCollum over. It really just depends on how you guys see that game going. And then number eight for me is going to be betting Tatum under 31 points. Now, I do expect it to be close, okay? But Marcus Smart is currently questionable, looking like he's going to sit. With Marcus Smart off the court, his per 36 average is actually 28.4. So a little bit lower than that. And then we just look at what he's done against the Chicago Bulls. One game with the over at 36, and then another game uh, with the under at 26. So like for me, I... I think betting the under there makes a little bit more sense. At the same time, in two games against the Bulls, he's had 12 and eight rebounds. So that would suggest betting the over for rebounds. And he also averages eight rebounds with Marcus Smart off the court as well. You know, not a big thing, Marcus Smart being off the court, but that stuff does kind of all add up. So it's really where you choose to attack. Like you can do over for rebounds or you could do under for points. Now, Brunson has been playing well, especially with RJ Barrett off the court. Uh, we can see three straight games of hitting the over here. But this is going to come down to a matchup based thing, especially if we get news that Drew Holiday is going to play a full allotment of minutes so drew the last two games he came back from an illness against washington only played 19 minutes he didn't even start in that game and then against charlotte uh they just got blown out so i think that's why the minutes weren't there for him i expect him to start and i expect him to get his full allotment of minutes uh if that changes that could kind of change this as well if he does start then someone like jalen brunson i think the under points here would be the route to go 
Uh, if you look at the first game against the Milwaukee Bucks, he only went for 13 points, had three rebounds, two assists, really just had a bad game in general. And so maybe instead you would bet the under points, rebounds, and assists. So one that I would like kind of sticking with that, and this is something that would correlate, and this isn't out there yet, and it could be, I would say if Brunson has a bad game, I feel like Drew Holiday would be the one having a good game. You know, it kind of, I feel like that goes hand in hand. And the one that I would want to bet would be something potentially like uh, blocks and steals and hitting the over. He had, you know, one and two in the first or in the second, first game, sorry. And then the second game had two and two. So if we can get like blocks and steals at 1.5, I think that'd be pretty huge. But we can see 22 real life points against them, uh, six rebounds, five assists, 45 fantasy points. This is obviously using DraftKings because it's not up there yet, but I think it will be. They're waiting on injury news. The betting markets are waiting on the injury news for Drew Holiday because they could. this could really be a buying opportunity depending on the news that comes out. Or if no news comes out and they have to put out a prop, um, I'm assuming that he's going to be good to go. I'm assuming that this is going to be a good game. Um, so thus, Drew Holiday, I kind of would want to probably bet the over for maybe rebounds, points, and assists because he's he's had good games against uh, New York. And just looking at like the other markets for Drew Holiday, they don't have that uh, blocks and steals out there. They do have points. Points is 17 and a half. Blocks, rebounds, and steals is 28 and a half. Okay. So I would say that's very much saying Drew Holiday is going to play and Drew Holiday is going to play a, a full allotment of minutes. So if you think he's not going to play a full allotment of minutes, maybe only 28 to 30, then you could bet the under there. But I think it's going to be a good spot. I think kind of stacking that makes a little bit of sense as well. All right. So Zach Levine is another one that I want to bet the under on. And honestly, guys, like the first five bets kind of feel like we're forcing it. And personally, I don't like betting the under. That is just kind of how the slate is breaking down is that the unders are more appealing. I typically like to bet the over. That's just kind of how I can wrap my head around the bets better. That's how I feel more comfortable. I, I don't love betting the unders, but that is what today is telling us kind of to do. Look at Zach Levine. Zach Levine has been shooting the ball much better recently but he gets a tough matchup going against the Boston Celtics a team in which twice this season he has hit the under of 23 and a half points and if we just look at his average on the season does average 23.3 points so kind of given the fact that lately he has been getting the over it the data would suggest that he's due to come down and hit under that. So given the fact that, you know, been playing a little bit too well recently, I would say that number is going to go down. And also given the fact that he has struggled in this matchup in the two previous times that they faced, you know, eight for 20, 22 points. I mean, came close, but eight for 20, that's not great. Uh, six for 13, 16 points. Okay. So we can kind of see how that's shaping up. Obviously these are props. These are supposed to be close or else they wouldn't be putting them out there we're just trying to find those slight edges i realized i didn't have the e at the end of his name there apologies there we go another under that you know i don't love because it's an under but at the same time it, it does make a lot of logic so just looking at what he averages with marcus smart off the court it's a uh, 27.4 so that is telling us that's going to be close now we look at what he's done against chicago he's went 25 and 16 points so also very close but all that is telling us hey under with Marcus Smart off the court per 36 under the two times he's played against Chicago. So that kind of all suggests that this number might be a little bit too high. And he has been hot recently, but look at the matchups. Spurs, OKC, Denver, like these are all matchups in which you would say, um, he should be able to get that over against. And Chicago is not exactly that, but at the same time, he hasn't hit that over there. So that is going to be the worry. And then maybe even a better approach would be points, rebounds, and assists, but also that feel like we're forcing it a little bit. And yes, continuing the theme of today, unfortunately, the under for Julius Randle. Now, I do think 
that Julius Randle to hit the under is probably one of the better unders that we have on the slate. Thus, that's why I'm ranking it third overall. Uh, looking at it, in two games against the Milwaukee Bucks, he's put up 14 and 18 points. So he has obviously just struggled against the Bucks. Now, recently with R.J. Barrett off the court, he has been crushing it. So it's for, for you guys to decide if he's going to continue that or not. But really... The struggles against the Bucs are something that I'm paying attention to. And really, I do think that this could be a nice spot as well. Points, rebounds, and assists where he hasn't really come close to hitting this in two games against the Bucs. So, and then I actually like Vooch to hit over 15.5 points. Okay, and that kind of goes hand in hand with Zach Levine struggling. So, if like, if Levine struggles, then it kind of makes sense that... Uh, Vucevic would be having a better more productive game scoring okay so you could kind of parlay that together as well so in two games against the Boston Celtics he has went for 18 and 24 points and I do think that comes at the hand of someone like Zach Levine struggling so he's also been someone that's been like right at this number and we can see on the season he does average 16.8 uh, points he's, he has been someone that has been pretty consistent as a fantasy producer okay we just need him to shoot the ball a little bit more uh eight shot attempts eight shot attempts there that's not going to cut it we need more than that but at the same time he could easily get there make a couple of three balls as well so uh Vucevic is a play that I think is going to be a strong uh play especially given the cheap points like it doesn't take much to get there and then rebounds as well uh looking at it 12 in the first game against them and 13 in the second game against them and it's set at 11 right now and we can see he's been over that as well uh so maybe you do points and rebounds if you kind of want to build a floor up or points rebounds and assists it's really up to you guys how you want to attack it um i'm probably going to go either points or or rebounds and honestly this is tough to pass up on i don't know oh man that is tough i'm gonna go point so and then i'm looking at Giannis to really just go over over whatever number it is this is a spot in which is kind of a natural correction spot i think for both him and the team now Giannis has been going off Okay, I'm just saying the team has a little bit been struggling, and I don't know if that's just due to injuries, Chris Middleton coming back and then sitting, Drew Holiday kind of being banged up and whatnot. There's been a lot of weird stuff going on. Joel Ingles being uh, back as well, you know, just kind of getting acclimated to uh, everyone else. But this matchup with New York is just a great matchup. I mean, he just tears up New York, okay, in two games against the Knicks thus far. 37 points and 30 points. Okay, so obviously hit the uh, under once. So maybe we don't do points. And that's where we're trying to figure out which over we want to hit. He's went for 13 and 14 rebounds in those two games. Assist-wise, and this is probably where the biggest edge is, 7 and 9. So that is pretty huge there. And maybe, maybe we just do points, rebounds, and assists because he has been well over that in those two games. I mean, 37, 13, and 7 in the first game. And then second game, 30, 14, and 9. That's both over. And then for fantasy points, if it's set at like 50 or 55 or something like that, we could also bet the over in two games against them. And this is looking at DraftKings fantasy points. So it's a little bit different, but over 66 in both of them. Okay. And this kind of goes at the hand of maybe, maybe we think that Drew struggles or his minutes are limited. You know, you could potentially bet against that in the sense that, all right, Drew's going to struggle today. We're going to bet the under. You know, he's still injured. And then we're going to bet Giannis over. That goes hand in hand. And also, like, Bobby Portis does see an increase with uh, Drew Holiday off the court. So, you know, those are two that you kind of parlay together. I don't think we have any props on Bobby Portis just yet. I don't know if we're going to get those as well. If we did, uh, like, 
I'd probably bet the under if Drew Holiday's back and fully healthy. But that's it for now. Like, I do think Sabonis could be a good buying opportunity as well. Um, going against Orlando, that should be a good matchup for him as well. But those kind of felt like I was forcing it. These are going to be the safest ones. So, as always, I like to end this video with giving you guys two. The two that I would roll with would be Vooch and Giannis, uh, both more. Okay, and so that would be the route I would go. Uh, yesterday was a good slate, so no need to double down tonight. Uh, just going to be hammering, you know, whatever um, dollar amount you feel comfortable with if you choose to you know take the advice hopefully you guys enjoyed this video though if you did you know make sure to give a like and subscribe that helps me continue to put out more content for you guys i uh, know the prop bets coverage has been awesome thus far you guys have been enjoying it let's keep it up uh i'm excited to get into it nfl season has been winding down so nba season is gonna be full frontal right now i'm excited to get into it i'm excited to cover it so be along for the ride all right thanks for watching and as always let's keep cashing